Hello, and welcome to the Animated Experience Network. You are joining us for our preview podcast right now, and I'm your host, Derek Blaze. We have our panel that is uh, with us on this project here today. This project is a project that is going to do episodes of other animated shows. We're going to talk about the animated shows that are going to launch on the network with us. We have a plan to expand in the future to other animated shows, but we are going to launch with four shows. We're going to talk about those shows a little bit today, a little tiny preview of the, of the shows that we're talking about. We're going to talk a little bit about ourselves and just uh, what the network is about. So, I mean, basically, this network that you're going to hear us talk about, we are doing an animated podcast network, and we are going to do episode-by-episode episode recaps of various animated shows. So we are very excited about it. This project is going to you know, launch soon, and we're going to talk about our podcast this year. So first up, we have a podcaster that I've known quite a while. We've met um, over 10 years ago at this point, and we've known each other a while. We are going to talk about a show called Witch Text together, and he's also going to talk about a show called Carmen San Diego with our other guests coming in later. So please welcome John. Hi everyone, my name is John, as Derek said. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited to be here with you all and talk about some animated shows. Um, specifically Glitch Text with Derek and Carmen San Diego with Elizabeth. So yeah, I, I'm a huge TV nerd, so I watch a bunch of shows and I'm just super excited to be on here and talk in depth about each of these shows um, with Derek and Elizabeth. So thanks for getting this started, and I'm super pumped to go. Absolutely, me too. And I mean, you know, our love of TV is definitely uh, one of the things that causes us to be friends <laughs> when we were first met. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but we'll go ahead and bring in our other podcaster here. Our other podcaster is going to podcast on three shows, along with myself. Um, she's going to podcast about Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast with me. She's going to podcast about Hilda with me, and she's actually going to be the host of the Carmen San Diego podcast with John. So please welcome to the network, Elizabeth. Hello, Derek. Hi. Uh, I am very thrilled to be here, and I'm um, honored that you asked me to join you and John on this panel. Um, I am, as John said, I'm I was that kid that uh, was sitting in front of the TV who wouldn't move. Um, if you stood in front of me, if you picked me up, um, if you rolled me over, I was still paying attention to that TV and could tell you what happened. Talk to me on a commercial. Um, <laughs> and That's probably, yeah. yeah, and cartoons, I mean, that is um, my first love. I mean, you've got Tom and Jerry. Um, you've got the WBs with, like, Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner, Porky Pig, that kind of thing. And then there was Hanna-Barbera shows uh, where you had, like, the whole Laugh Olympics and all the different shows that went along with that. And then there was the Smurfs, who I still love and still watch to this day. My niece is uh, um, into them as well, solely due to my influence and forcing her to go to the movies. <laughs> No, I, I think that's cool that you talk about um, what got you into animated TV, too. I mean, because, you know, I think we all have, like, a little bit different um, upbringings on what, you know, like, shows really got us, like, loving animated TV. Like, I know for myself, um, probably the first ones I remember that got me into animated TV were Rocco's Modern Life and Doug. 
those were like you know the first two for me that like I'm like oh this is kind of cool like you know and growing up like you know I kind of related to Doug a little bit sometimes so um, <laughs> Doug was definitely a cool show and um, you know a little bit later on like Hey Arnold was definitely one that was really big for me and I loved Hey Arnold like it was a great show so um, you know maybe we'll do some throwback shows at some point in the um, network's history but you know we're not doing those to start off but um, John how about you uh, what kind of shows got you started off? Yeah, so I mean, um, talking about Hey Arnold, that was definitely a big one for me. Um, you know, I don't know if I remember exactly, like, the very, you know, like, the first ones, but, like, the ones that right. stick out the most to me um, are shows like Scooby-Doo and Rugrats okay. and, um, like you said, Hey Arnold. So, um, yeah, those are some of my my favorites when I was growing up. Well, one of the no, things I, that I'm really excited about being able to talk about these animated shows is getting in depth about these things that we love and mm-hmm. getting to talk seriously Absolutely. about them and getting to do a real podcast on each episode. And I love that we all have a pure joy and affection for these types of shows because now we get to really go in depth and make a real podcast about content and material that is not always looked at seriously. So. Um, Derek, uh, what are you thinking about the podcast and, and what are, how are the focus on you going to be? Yeah. I mean, I think it's um, going to go great for us. And I think, you know, we have some great shows to focus on too. Like, um, just real quick before we get into that, like, I'll say that, uh, I remember like growing up where there's like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff and like, uh, friends would want me to go outside and, like, I remember saying, like, but I, I want to watch these shows. Like, <laughs> so, like but, but I, I have these cartoons yeah. I want to watch. Can I go outside later? Right. So, I, I was that good, so. Totally. Same. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. the characters. I wanted to know what was happening, and I thought about it later, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, they're real people. I mean, you know, like, you want to know what's going to happen next, and even after shows and thinking like I wonder how they're doing now like I don't know I'm such a like I you know just in my everyday life and my job like I do social work and like so people like and figuring out how they interact and just their lives and what they do is so fascinating to me and I think watching tv like honestly (laughs) is a big part of that watching these characters grow and go through different story arcs so yeah I totally relate to that yeah, absolutely. I, I just love the story of these shows. And, like, I mean, I guess that's um, a good segue for us to kind of get the story of these shows that we're talking about. So, um, you know, why don't we start off with Hilda? Um, Hilda is going to be covered by Elizabeth and I. And Hilda is definitely a show that I think has a lot of story to it. I mean, like, basically the entire show is a story. Like, I mean, Hilda is this little girl that uh, goes on adventures and she encounters uh, various creatures in like her world and her universe and these various creatures uh interact with her she has to help them sometimes and do different things with them but there's a lot of interesting um creatures and characters in this world and i think it's a really cool show that has a great color palette we're going to talk about yeah i'm really excited to talk with you about this um as we had discussed before um it was decided that i'm going to participate with you on hilda i said the whole time look I'd love to talk to you about it because I love this show. Um, and part of what I initially absolutely adore is the color palette. Um, and I think that's something very interesting that the shows are doing now is they're really 
taking advantage of creating a story just in their their specific color palette. So that's exciting. Um, I thought the 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 different mythical creatures are really interesting and done differently. I love the drawing style. So I think um, that part of the joy of watching Hilda has been the actual watching of Hilda. You know, no, I agree. Like, there's, there's so many different, like, stories baked into these mythical creatures. Like, I think one of my favorites, like, we'll talk about, you know, what we're going to do for, like, our podcast structure and stuff like that, too. But, um, I think one of my favorites was the episode about the nowhere space. Like, I thought that was really interesting to, like, have these, uh, I forget what they're called, honestly. Like, I'm drawing a blank on what they're called, but, um, the episode about the nowhere space that, like, you know, these creatures, like, live in the nowhere space, like, behind, like, I'm, I'm trying to think like of it that. as you're saying yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's so many interesting creatures, like, wow, like, I guess that could technically exist, like, because that's the cool thing about these creatures in the show is, like, you know, technically speaking, like, there's no evidence to prove they don't exist. I mean, like, maybe there's no nowhere space, you know? Um, what I like about it is, is this, like, a, um, another cultures, folk stories that we're being introduced to? Has this been, like, right. um, the kind of creatures and folk tales that have been told for years and we're seeing them now? So, like, I'm also curious about that, but I don't want to look too deeply into it yet. Um, I want that to be something that maybe we explore later, the origins of some of these, because that had me curious as well, is as we were watching them and the different tales that were being told, it definitely reminded me of, like, the, um, the Tolkien books where it's about industrialism, um, invading England and going from, you know, agrarian cultures to industrialism and all that stuff. Like, I kind of wonder what's, what is, you know, the, the basis of the folklore behind Hilda or, you know, what is that? Because she goes from living in the middle of nowhere to, you know, living in a city. And that's the progression of these first couple of episodes. And, um, it's very interesting watching and I, I, I loved, her her existential crisis that occurs, you know, it's all very interesting, and I love the folklore behind it. Yeah. No, me too, and I think that's a great thing to mention too, because th- this is based on comics, and there are comics and books out there too. So for Hilda, we're going to try and dig into the comics and books and see what uh, extra nuggets we can kind of pull out of the comics and books that might not be shown in the show either. Yeah, I'm thrilled about that. I I love comics as well. Yeah, same here. But next up, um, another show we're going to talk about is a show that I'm doing with John, and this show is called Glitch Text, and this show is basically centered around two uh, character square gamers, um, and they are becoming Glitch Text, which is like a job that they go and hunt down glitches from video games that actually become real in real life, and um, this is a show that I definitely, you know pegged out as one that like John and I would be great to do together because we actually met in online reality games and we played a lot of games together. So this is definitely like right up our alley. Yeah, no, definitely. And you mentioned earlier, um, you know, one thing that really bonded us and initiated our friendship was our love for television. Um, but also our love for, for gaming. Like you just said, we met, um, doing some online reality gaming um, for several years together. So that's why I'm so excited to cover this specific show with you, Derek, because it really matches both, not, not just one or the other, but both the, the television and the gaming aspects. Um, 
which is like our friendship, I feel like. And exactly. yeah. I just love it because like you, you know, there's the two main characters in there. Of course, there's lots of other great um, supporting characters, but the two main characters, like just watching it for the first time really reminded <laughs> me, me of your, of the friendship between you and I, Derek, watching uh, Nico yeah, and High Five. Um, so that just is one thing that makes me so excited to cover the show with you. Yeah, and Nico and High Five are two really good characters, and like I think that there's different areas that we exemplify in both of them. I mean, like, um, I relate to High Five in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Like, I think um, we have a lot of the same personality at times, but, you know, you also said to me offline <laughs> that, like, you think uh, that I'm definitely like Nico. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the episode. You know, I definitely think there's aspects of both characters, but, um, yeah, when I said that to you, it was just more like, um... It was a moment, like, when Nico was... Because she gets really intense. Like, sometimes when she's talking about the games or the glitches and is like, you know, like, we have to do this, blah, 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 and High Five's a little more laid back. And I just feel like that's how you and I are when we're playing um games together because um I often take the more, like, laid back approach. Like, let's be calm and see how things go. And you're you're the one that's like, okay, strategy, this and this and this, we got to do this and, like, have bullet points laid out and a whole plan. And I'm like, okay, Derek, calm down. Like, we'll get there. Let's just... So we could, we just kind of balance each other out that way. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I think that's why, like, the pairing on the show really mm -hmm. works. Because, like, I remember a game we played on Discord earlier this year. Like, <laughs> I was uh, mad, at, mad at the host, and you were like, okay, it's cool. Like, we, we can't control it. Like, don't worry about it. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, just, <laughs> what did you say? You were just like, um, it's so uh, I was mad because he, he changed, like, the scoring. Right, the but you were just like, it's so unfair, that. and I hate him, and blah, 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 or, and there was another player, too, you were like, I don't know if I can be friends with her anymore, and I'm like, Derek, it's a game, slow down, let's just, <laughs> let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I think that really uh, exemplifies like the intensity of Nico too, because like in the moment, like Nico is really intense about stuff sometimes, and like right. she doesn't like think about what she's saying or doing, and then she's like afterwards, she's like, oh yeah, I probably should have done that. Like, <laughs> I definitely can relate to that. <laughs> totally, that's why I was like, that's Derek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to jump in, no, guys. I'm just imagining no, this moment, like Nico. Like, you know, they do that perspective from lower where her foot is super big and, like, <laughs> he stomps on something. <laughs> Miko! Like, as far as I'm concerned, like, yeah. I kind of get what you're saying. And I can see very concerned things, like, like putting his foot through that door being like, wow, I'm here. You know? like, Absolutely. Um, that intensity and, like, I, I saw it. I got it. I got it. I need to jump in there. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm glad you can see it, too. I mean, and, and then, of course, we have, like, you know, the anti-hero of the uh, cast, like Mitch Williams, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Don and I joke about Mitch Williams a lot. And, you know, he's kind of a fun character, but um, he definitely is a good character a lot. Yeah, I definitely cannot wait to talk more about him. He's <laughs> He's got some interesting 
characteristics. <laughs> well, it actually was funny offline too. Um, Elizabeth thought I had said I was like Mitch Williams, and I'm like, no, no. Like, no. <laughs> she was like, "What? Are you sure?" I'm like, and anybody that says they're like Mitch Williams, what are they telling me? <laughs> That's a two-fold statement. It's a warning, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, that's not what I said. I was like, I can't believe you think you're the, oh, okay, well, thank God. <laughs> Although I will say that character, um, cause, you know, obviously I've, you know, watched all of Netflix. Um, that character, I love his hair so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true, yeah. I think the hair Oosh. is like the MVP of the character. Yeah, that is definitely. a good point. I might, like, might make that the MVP that. one episode. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, which we'll get into what John's talking about there soon. But, um, Oops, sorry, spoiler. No, no, it's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we have a couple other shows to um, mention quickly first. Um, we do have a show that is going to be done by John Elizabeth. Elizabeth is going to host this show, and this is going to be an interesting pairing because Elizabeth has watched the entire series of Carmen, and... John is going to be watching episode to episode, so um, you're going to be kind of like you know going along the ride with John, I think. So, yeah, for sure. So yeah, like glitch text for example, you and I have both seen the full thing already. So yeah, it'll be. We thought it would be a fun little different perspective with Elizabeth and I, where she's seen the whole thing, and I'm just going to watch it week by week. So, um, I'm actually really excited to see how that dynamic kind of works out. <laughs> I'm excited because of the little things that we plan in the different segments. Um, and I, yeah, I love this idea of you having seen anything except for the current episode and me having seen them all. Um, and then there's also the aspect of Carmen San Diego is not, this is not the first rendition and apparently it's not even the second. I'm not sure if it's the third or fourth. We will find out in our journey here. But that's the other thing is like, there isn't just like each of us are, you know, um, uh, unfamiliar with, I think, multiple versions of this. So it's very interesting. No, absolutely. And I think what's cool about this version too is this is a version of Carmen San Diego where Carmen's actually the protagonist here and she's actually a thief for good. And to find out that in the other renditions, she wasn't. <laughs> that was that was really stunning to me, but um, I, I'll I'll let you keep going. But I've got you know um, when we do our preview episodes, um, I'm I've got some exclamating to do over that because I was when I Definitely. watched the little trailer preview, I was shocked. I was like, oh, okay, tells you right there. But um, anyway, yeah, in this one, she is the protagonist. Yeah, and I think it's a really cool twist that they did, and I think it works really well too. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see you guys talk about that because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But we do have one other show we're going to feature as well. And this show is actually the show that we basically uh, formulated this whole podcast network around. Um, this is a show that Elizabeth and I talked a lot about offline. And we said, like, we have to podcast about this show. And this is basically the show that kind of, like, is, like, you know, the one that started it all. Because... This show we loved so much, and we knew we had to talk about it. And that's Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. And uh, Kipo is an amazing show with an amazing cast of characters. It's about this girl named Kipo who um, lives underground with her family. And basically, it's in a world that's post-apocalyptic. And 
animals are considered mutes, and basically animals have the ability to talk now, and some of the animals have actually um, supersized into mega-mutes, and the mega-mutes can't actually talk. So the mega-mutes can't talk, and the mutes can, but it's a really interesting show that has a lot of themes in it, like a lot of themes of uh, family, a lot of themes of friendship, and different things like that. I'm really excited to talk about with you this book. You know, um, I'll, I'll be honest, the, when you said that the first time, that the mega mutes didn't talk and the mutes did, I, you know, but I had never even noticed that when I was watching, even though I, I, because there's so many things to notice and love about this show. And, um, there are so many different kinds of characters and we get to explore each one really well and, what I love about this show is that it's one whole um, produced show. So we have three full seasons with a beginning, a exactly. middle, and the end. And there are so many interesting parts. And as we have discussed, um, they took the time to flesh out those storylines and those characters to give a full story for everybody. And each character goes on a journey. No, I agree. And in our specific Kifo preview, we'll talk more about the specific characters and everything, but, like, just for the purposes of this, uh, general network preview, like, I think it's a great show. One of the things that drew me to the show is the music, too. Like, the music is such a star of the show, and, like, the music has a lot of original music to it, and it really sells the show for sure. And I think it's a great point you brought up that this is a fully contained show. You know, the other shows we're talking about, Carmen, Glitch Text, and Hilda, those are shows that are still ongoing as of right now. But Kipo is a show that's already self-contained. It's three seasons. It's not having any more seasons. So it's an interesting uh, experience in that sense. And they really pack everything in so well. Like, they, they really knew what they were doing with the entire story. So the series leaves nothing unanswered by the end of the series. I'm a book reader. And one of the things that's difficult when watching TV or getting really involved in series and they end before you're ready or they, they you know, keep it open-ended and what you're really craving is this well-done, full, um, beautiful story. And this is what we get with Kipo. Um, and so it's nice to know when you start this that it's going to end. And they, the writers exactly. um, and the creators put together a full, completed idea and project. And, you know, they, they produce something fully. Um, and so that's really great. And... It's unique to get to watch something like that. No, I agree, because honestly, like I've said to you offline, that I think Kifo does a much better job, like, packing things into an episode than a lot of one-hour dramas do. Like, I think we get more information in 23 minutes of Kifo than a lot of one-hour dramas do. It's dense, but doesn't feel that way. Um Agreed. But it keeps your eyes on the screen in this day and age when nobody just watches something. You watch something, you're on your phone, and you're probably doing something else, maybe even eating. <laughs> you know? like, it's one of the most bingeable animated shows I've ever seen. I mean, like, yeah, but you can't get I your remember, eyes like, out of it. Because yeah. you've got the music. Like, I, I remember one time I sat down to like watch like one episode. I'm like, yeah, I actually watched five today, Elizabeth. So yeah. I didn't mean to. <laughs> right. And that's, I mean, that's, it's so possible with people because it does keep your attention. The storyline keeps moving. It's interesting. And then they've got the quality of sound, um, and they've got the quality of color. Again, a very interesting palette, a totally different animation style, and I think a really, um, you know, 
we're living in the golden age of animation, I think. And this is when Agreed. it goes from being a cartoon to an art form. And, uh, you know, they get Emmys for these kind of shows. I don't know if it's won any, but it should have. No, I think it should have too. I mean, I don't know if, um, we'll find out shows though. like that, you know, get, get in the Emmys, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you in, know, Kipo definitely is a great show that deserves it too. In the, uh, season, you know, uh, recaps when we have those episodes, maybe we can look up if there are any awards won or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And if you haven't heard uh, John speak in a while, he actually had a glitch, but it's okay. Um, I turned on my gauntlet, I shot it down, so you're back to The glitch techs are back. I'm here. We're good to yeah. go. <laughs> we- yeah, but John is back. Uh, we're good to go. So, <laughs> But um, we actually wanted to talk about how we have each episode that we're going to talk about for each series kind of split into segments. So... Uh, we have six segments per episode, and some of them are going to be pretty quick segments. Some of them are going to be, you know, more lengthy segments. So, like, segment one is going to be the theme of the episode. So, um, this could be, like, you know, oh, this Kipo episode is about friendship, or, you know, this episode is about love, or, like, we're going to talk about, like, a concrete theme, and we're just going to um, talk about, okay, this is what we think the theme is for this episode. So, we're going to do that for each show, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun to kind of, you know, try to stop down and pick a theme for each episode. Oh, sorry. Then... <laughs> no, I do. I'm I'm excited about this, but I was trying to actually open up my three spreadsheets that keeps track of everything, and I've already taken notes. So sorry <laughs> about that. I was trying to find the different ones, but I'm excited about the segments. Um, the stuff that uh, I've come up with for Carmen, I'm excited about. Um, I think it's just going to be fun. And you know, I love trivia, and we love you know going over these different parts in depth. So what are some of the um, segments that uh, that we've got going on? Yes, I mean, that was segment one. Uh, segment two is going to be the lengthiest because that's like the meat of the episode. And that's just going to be the episode recap and rundown. So we're going to talk about, you know, what happened in each episode. Like, you know, so um, John and I might talk about, you know, our much maligned uh, Among Us episode of Glitch Text, which, you know, <laughs> we both agree is, like, probably the worst episode of the entire series, mm-hmm. but, like, um, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get there. We'll talk about why. So, like, you know, we'll talk about what happened and, uh, you know, what our thoughts are on right. it. Talk about each of the characters in each episode, what they did, what was great, what sucked, but we want them to see you moving forward. You know, our favorites. There's certain characters I can't wait to talk a lot about. So, exactly. And it's important to note, too, that um, Carmen is probably going to be spoiler free the whole way through because John hasn't seen the whole series. But the other three shows we talk about, um, we might talk about some spoilers for like the series as a whole. But if we do, then um, we will like give a little warning about that. We've mentioned the guy spoiler, but yeah. you know, for the most part, it's probably going to be spoiler free you know, episode by episode. But like if we want to like give like a quick couple minute discussion like of how this relates to the end of like the series or something like that we will let you know ahead of time oh yeah I think that's a, so. especially if it relates to the end of it sorry like yeah so you know episode two of people uh like it's really interesting how this relates to the last episode of the series oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh but I'm like the, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, Doctor Who or anything. I'm a major anti-spoiler person. Oh, yeah. As, as Definitely. All those things. But, um, Doctor yeah. Who had a character that always said, 
spoilers, darling, spoilers. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Uh, but no, the other thing I wanted to um, maybe mention here is that we are keeping the content um, on the same ratings level as the show. So these are family-friendly podcasts um, mm-hmm. that take the opportunity to do in-depth analysis and podcasts as many of the parents get to watch or listen to um, for their shows, but gives maybe a whole family the opportunity. So our language, um, our content of discussions, and everything will be appropriate to the level of the show. Exactly, and I think it's good that you mentioned that because basically our target is to pick shows that apply to anyone 13+. plus. So like that way anyone that's a teen or older can enjoy the content. Um, so you're probably, like, I won't say never, just in case, you know, like, maybe, like, two years down the line, we've changed things up, but I mean, like, uh, I won't say never, but you're probably not gonna see shows like Rick and Morty on the network, you're probably not gonna see shows like South Park or, uh, Family Guy, because those are pretty much geared just towards adults, so, um, if we do ever see any of those on the network, it's gonna be after we do, like, a major expansion, like, two years from now or something, it's gonna be after not for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. After dark. Uh, but we actually are going to have segment three be a unique segment to each show. Mm-hmm. So the hosts of that show are going to decide uh, what that segment is. You know, we won't go over each of the segments here today, but um, in the preview podcast for each show, you know, we're going to talk about what the unique segments are. So, like, we did already kind of spoil one uh, for Hilda. You know, we're going to talk uniquely about the comics and how, like, the comics um, or the books might relate to that episode. That's kind of what we're going to go with for that to give you an idea. Um, you know, I think we'll leave the rest off the table for now. You'll have to listen to the preview episodes to hear the rest of them. But um, there's going to be a unique segment that's unique to each show. Yeah, they're going to be a lot of fun. Get your own little special twist for each show. So Exactly. I'm excited about that part. Mm-hmm. The trivia, the no, bouncing really around, did. and like, yeah. I can't wait until the funny responses that, you know, <laughs> you guys give on some of these questions. Um, I'm really excited about interacting with you guys about the shows with regards to these segments. Um, that's, that's also going to be fun. Not just, you know, what we're covering, but you know, getting to cover it with you guys and the, the yeah. humor that, that's inherent in a lot of us. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> No, I completely agree, because, I mean, these unique segments are going to really dive at the heart of each show and what the show is about, so it'll be interesting. But, um, segment four, which John uh, gave like a little spoiler for earlier in the podcast, is actually going to be our character MVP and LVP teams and Ricky's. So um, this is going to be kind of themed towards each show as well. So, like, you know, for example, um, the MVP for Glitch Text, we won't say exactly what it is, but it could be, like, you know, um, the best player of the week, or wh- whatever we're gonna name it, but we're gonna kind of name these based on the show. This has like a little bit more of a you know cool feel to each show for it. But um, or like for Hilda, it could be like Adventure of the Week, or like you know we'll, we'll think, have names for each one, and we'll uh, kind of let you know what those are afterwards. But um, you know the MVP and LVP basically each week we're going to as hosts give an MVP point to. The uh, character that we think was the MVP of the episode, and an LVP point to the character that we, or a negative point that is, 
the character we think was the worst of the episode. And this is basically whatever criteria the host wants to give, you know, like, um, maybe a character, you know, ate a lot of pancakes. They brought on a pancake binge or whatever. And like, we really love pancakes. So, okay, <laughs> maybe we want to give them a point there. <laughs> or, you know, maybe, um, Maybe Mitch Williams was being a bitch again. You know, we wanted to give Mitch Williams a decker mm-hmm. point, so. You know, I like arbitrary and totally, you know, uh, um, judgmental-based uh, opinion forming here on this segment. I actually, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be funny. Um, and then I think it's also going to be revealing at times because there are going to be times that we are absolute, one of us is absolutely like either flummoxed or furious with the character and the other person does not understand or get it at all. Mm-hmm. And there will be absolute outrage right. and I cannot wait. <laughs> it might be me doing it. No, I don't know. But <laughs> Elizabeth's just going to give MVPs to everybody and no LVPs. That's right. That's, oh no, I will definitely have LVPs. <laughs> <laughs> I get really angry at the characters yeah. that constantly, like, either they constantly block something or, like, if a character always lies and always screws somebody over mm-hmm. and you're going to listen to them and they do something with them anyway and then they lie and they screw them over, I'm always yelling at the screen. Like, yeah. okay, you know what? How many times do they have to stab you? <laughs> and so sometimes I might give the LVP. To the character that believes the That's band what band. I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only a certain certain amount yeah. of times. Yeah. There's you know, and after a certain point, you got to You know, it's like at that point, the villain is the good guy because well, not the good guy, but at that point, the villain. No, I you know, like that, yeah. if it's gonna work that many times, they have something, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this I'm isn't. That makes me think of, and I know this isn't an animated show, but just the Marvel Cinematic Universe and just how Loki screws everybody over all the time and they just believe him over and over again. (laughs) I'm like, what are you doing? I know. (laughs) Although I am very, you know, not to random hand it. I'm very excited about the, um, the show that they're going to have. We've got amazing content coming out all over the the different entertainment forms. But Uh uh, yeah, to, Move it back to our shows. Um, the, you know, MVP, LVP, that section's gonna be hot. It's gonna be on fire. And I think one of the cool things we're gonna do with this is we're actually gonna give a bonus award for once per season. So, once per season, um, we're gonna give a, like, bonus MVP that's worth three points. And a, like, I guess it's not really a bonus because it's an LVP, but like a bonus LVP for the season that's worth negative three points. And we can give this out any time during the season. So, like, uh, you know, say episode, like, four, if Elizabeth wants to give, you know, her bonus MVP for the season to um, Mondu the pig, then she can do that. You know, and Mondu, you know, gets uh, three bonus points. And basically, this is going to be a really interesting way to affect the rankings because we're going to rank the characters um, as the season goes on kind of thing. And at the end of the season, we'll have our final tallies of, okay, this person has, you know, Five points. This one has four, and we're gonna have our final tallies. But these uh, one-time awards throughout the season, those could really change things up. Yep. Yeah. It really throw a wrench into some poor characters' standings, and right. at the end, suddenly have the uh, you know the wild card step in and win it for the season. Oh my god, what's gonna happen? It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> See, I could see Elizabeth, you know, uh, playing spoiler. Like, if she was on the Glitch Tech show with us, 
I could see her like giving her bonus award to like Mitch, just be like, yeah, I get <laughs> just to make us mad. <laughs> if I'm, yeah. I'm guesting on the podcast. Like... <laughs> she just randomly shows up at the end and is like, here's my bonus points. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. And then Mitch is like the winner. It's like, what? How did this happen? <laughs> Uh, it's kind of that, it's reminding me of, um, uh, Derek and I are both fan, and I'm like, John, I think you might have watched it as Survivor. Oh, yeah. And there was a season in which, yes. um, a character gets something and he thinks it's an advantage, but when he reads it, it's like, really he goes, this is not an advantage. <laughs> and that's really what we're going for for the LVD yes. here. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Love it. <laughs> But we're going to move on to segment five, and this is our episode ratings and rankings. So not only we're going to kind of, you know, have a tally of the characters, which is obviously going to be clearly arbitrary. Yeah, I was just you know. Arbitrary and reductive. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also going to uh, have the same thing for the episode. So what we're going to do is give a rating out of ten. We can go to the tenth place on a decimal point. So we can give, like, you know, a 5.4 for an episode or a 7.6 or whatever you want to do. But um, anywhere to the 10th place is fine. And we're going to give uh, episode ratings for each episode as we go through. So uh, what we're going to do is each show, the hosts are going to rate the episode. So, for example, for Carmen, Elizabeth will give a rating. John will give a rating. Mm-hmm. And then the third rating point is going to be, uh, for the start of the show, it's going to be the host that's not on that show, just so we can have a third rating point. So, like, for example, and Carmen, I would be the third rating point. But... Uh, once we get an audience submitting scores, we definitely would appreciate you all submitting your scores because once we get audience members submitting scores, that third rating point, like say where I pick a rating for Carmen, I'm not going to give a rating for Carmen anymore. We'll just use what the audience says. So we're only going to have the third host giving a rating until the audience starts contributing ratings. But um, it should be really fun. And we're going to have you know, like a running tally. And by the end of the season, we'll have like, oh, interesting. People thought that, you know, this show was, uh, this episode was about yeah. So I think, it was fun. Yeah. I think um uh I originally had thought that I would be horrible at this. <laughs> and over time I have decided I know how I'm gonna approach this now. Do you guys ever go to the eye doctor? Yeah. Just sit in front of those lenses. I have a couple times. Is this better or worse yeah. than the last one? Better or worse than mm-hmm. the last one? Mm-hmm. That's essentially how I think yeah, I'm gonna have sense. to go. And I will be rating right. it purely on the previous one <laughs> of like, did I like it more or less? Um, because then you look at everything as a whole, then I start being like, oh god, what about this and this? So I think that if I narrow it down to the optometrist style of ratings, you know, better or worse than last yeah. better or worse, that's what I'm gonna do. So no. I'm, I'm far more confident in my ability to provide a, a rating that is less arbitrary and reductive than I originally <laughs> thought. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, I really like that. And honestly, like, I think that none of these episodes, well, besides one, is, like, a bad episode on any of these shows. I mean, like, from what I've seen of these shows, the only bad episode out of any of these shows is the Among Us episode of Wistex. Like, I-, I think that's a horrendous episode, but, you know, we would appreciate your feedback. And, like, if there's someone out there that appreciates that episode, please let us know when we get to season two. Because when we get to season two, I would like to hear why mm-hmm. someone thinks that's a good episode. And I think that's why it'll be really fun, because it'll get other people's perspectives, yeah. too. You know, so um, exactly. we'd love to have as much audience participation in that as we can. Um because, you know, maybe Derek and I are just 
crazy and everybody else loves it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> was, Elizabeth is like, oh, I thought you were saying you didn't love it. <laughs> I thought you were like, nope, nobody loves it. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm pretty sure nobody loves it. So yes, I do agree with you. I was thinking you're not crazy. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> No, but I, I think Elizabeth can test to like other podcasts we've listened to before and stuff. Like, you know, sometimes talking about a bad episode can be the best. Podcast. Oh yeah. So, like, yeah. I think John and I are probably gonna have oh, a lot of fun when we get to that. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. Like a- well, I mean, I kind of have a spoiler take for you guys on something with Carmen San Diego uh-huh. that I, I think might be okay to share here. There is a character on that show that has a voice, and I hope. They're doing an accent, and it's not a deal. <laughs> that I abhor, and we will discuss it in depth because the character is through is a through line character, uh, and, I'm, and it's not. Um, uh, I actually thought, can I handle it? And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm from the East Coast. I can handle it. Do you want to say yeah, what character it is? I see it, it's, well, it. um, I, I'm trying to, uh, no, I do not want to say what the character is. I think <laughs> I want to watch the see episode. See if I know this. Yes, it's the <laughs> I'm going to be guessing like every character. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that is just a little, you know, there's things like that that I will have, you know, um, arbitrary nitpicks that I'm like, oh, this is a pet peeve. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. Like, yeah, I mean, John will just have to, you know, wait and watch what yeah. happens. I mean, you know, so we won't tell John about the uh, crossover where Mitch jo- Williams joins the cast episode. You know, right, right, three, exactly. So. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> what? I, I actually think he would be interesting in that world, though. In Carbon's world, like, that would be interesting to see him in I mean... Time. I, yeah, absolutely. He would, um, I know exactly who he'd be working for and he would excel. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he would fit very well into that world and he, he would definitely, uh, like out stomp Carmen on any <laughs> walkway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like he's like, the, right. like I think about him and like if he if they had a runway, it doesn't matter. He would just stomp down that runway, bonk, bonk, bonk. You know, he would take over. So. Exactly, he'd be yeah, a good. I think Mitch would be a so. good character on Carbon. <laughs> Maybe we can do like um. That's actually a good point. Is at the end of each season, we're gonna have bonus content for the shows before we get to season two. So like for example, when. We end talking about like Hilda season one. Before we talk about season two, we're going to have bonus content. And some of that bonus content, we uh, are all fans of reality TV. And we're going to play a game called the Totem Pole, which actually just changed the name to the Pet House. Um, but we're going to play that on Brant Steel. And basically, we're going to put the characters into a simulation and let the simulation tell us how they would do in like a reality uh, game format. And that's going to be kind of interesting to talk that through and be like, oh, wow, you know. You know, Hilda got screwed over round two, and like she's already out. Like, you know, who's going to win the season now or something? So. I'm thrilled with the rename. I have to say, um, and because I think that it far more describes the game if you just think about a hotel and all the floors you have to get to to get to the penthouse. Yeah, and it sounds more glitzy and gold <laughs> and like uh, I'm. I, I really like the imagery provided with the rename. 
and uh the, it's going to be fun i think it's a it's a um fun um uh, game of reductive. See, I didn't even know you knew that much about the rename, but you know, I'm glad you know about it too. Because, um, fun fact, I was actually on the panel that got to discuss that whole uh, change. Yeah. Oh wow, round, so. that's crazy. Yeah, so no, I, I actually didn't. Yeah. I when you said it, it just it made sense, and I'm I'm happy with it. And actually, right. I really think it's a great rename. So mm-hmm. that's just a serendipitous coincidence. Yeah. But, I mean, other bonus content, we could have, like, um, a season in review podcast where we, like, take some feedback. Um, we could have just, like, some bonus, you know, random content. Like, we'll see when we get there. But, you know, if you have ideas for bonus episodes once we get there, um, I would say we're probably going to do, you know, like, two to three weeks of bonus content. Like, you know, instead of, like, say uh, we end season one of Kipo, before we start season two, you're probably going to have uh, two or three weeks of random bonus content. Just kind of like, you know, stop down and enjoy like the show as it is because, you know, once we're done the show, like especially for Kipo's case, which is a contained show, once we're done, we're done. So like, mm-hmm. you know, we want to just take those extra couple of weeks to just kind of stop down and enjoy it. I think it's a great idea. But yeah, I'm excited about some of that. But that kind of gets us. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But that kind of gets us to our last segment, which is going to be segment six, our show closing. And, you know, this is pretty much self-explanatory what it is, but. This is where we're going to, you know, give you our Twitter links. Um, this is where we're going to give you any announcements we have. Say if we ever had, like, a contest, which not saying we will, but, I mean, if we did, we'd never have say it there. Or if we had, like, you know, hey, the bonus episode next week is going to be this. You know, give us your feedback on it. We'll have announcements in that area, and uh, we'll also give our Twitter links. So, you know, um, that's kind of about where we are for this preview podcast, too. So, I mean... Do either of you have anything else to say before we wrap up? Just that I am super excited to go through this journey with you both and talk about each of these shows um, and listen to you two talk together about your shows as well. Um, so, yes. yeah, I'm just super pumped and ready to get going. I actually finally have a Twitter handle that I am ready to <laughs> put out there. Um and I'll try to uh, mimic it across other platforms if we expand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have at dot wacko. <laughs> this is at tw- on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and D O T W A C K O. I don't know if anybody knows, but that's from the anime. Wacko Yakko. Mm-hmm. Which I'm a huge fan of. And um, uh, shout out to my uh, first roommate, Pixie, where we stood in line for hours to meet the. Um, uh, the voice actors, oh, and wow. I got a t-shirt sh- signed and everything. That's in the nineties. Um, so I've still got, I've still got the memorabilia. Wow. And, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's why I decided uh-huh. to go with something classic and I thought maybe it wasn't going to be overly yeah, taken. No, that's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I thought Racco for Elizabeth. Uh-huh. Yeah. So mine's not, I guess, tailored specifically towards animated content, but. Um, my Twitter account is at JT5653. So you can find me there both on Twitter, um, and Instagram if you have that as well. So it's the same across both, both platforms. Um, but yeah, I tweet about TV just in general all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, and 5653 is XP school. Oh, I was actually. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it could be. 
<laughs> I never thought about it that way, so. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, the number of XP. Elizabeth's <laughs> like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, oh my god, no. This is, this is how it works. If somebody's telling you something shocking, but it's the truth, I'm probably not gonna believe it. But if they tell me something shocking and it's a lie, I'm in. I mean, like they got me. Joke or sarcasm or something. I, I mean, I'm I'm so gullible. They get me. It's the truth, and I'm like, hmm. I have a horrible instinct. Uh, I'm yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, my Twitter handle is at Derek Blaze, uh, which is D-E-R-R-E-C-K, E-L-A-I-S-E. Or you can find me at Blaze Experience as well. That's a uh, podcast I did on gaming, and you're fine to find me there as well. Um, we are going to have Twitter handles specifically for the shows. They're not created yet. By the time you get to, by the time you hear episode one for each show, um, at that point, we will have Twitter handles for each show. But in these preview versions of the shows, we don't have all that finalized yet, but you'll have a Twitter handle for Hilda specifically. You'll have a Twitter handle for, um, you know, Kipo probably. You'll have um, an email to contact us and all that kind of stuff. So all that stuff is coming. Just in these preview podcasts, it's not ready yet. But by the time we get to the official episode ones, we will have that stuff in there for you. But, um, yeah, that's all we have for you today. So, you know... Up next is our preview podcast on each uh, show. So we're going to have a little preview on each show. It's going to be about the same length as this. We'll talk about each show individually and, you know, some of the characters on that show and um, a little bit about what the show means stuff before we get to episode one. So, you know, John and Elizabeth, I can't wait to have you on the preview I show. I cannot wait either. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right. And you, the audience, we can't wait to see you there. So we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Everyone. Bye.